you ever felt. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, everybody. Oh, man, 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 man. Let's see. I don't even know what I'm trying to talk about today. Let's see. I took a couple notes. I'm trying to get better at this, right? Let's see what we got. Mm, Man. Jesus. What are we going to talk about, right? All right, here we go. You know what I mean? Um, so anyways, you know, last, last week I talked, you know, kind of briefly, um, you know, I I talked briefly about this journey, you know, this thing that I'm on, right. This, uh, this, this, uh, this health kick as some of, uh, some of you have referred to it, (laughs) which is, Hey, that's, that's totally fine. You know what? It's, um, it's, uh, it's good for me. If that's what, if that's what it's branded, that's what it's labeled at and it needs to be a health kick. Cool, man. Congratulations. Um, it's good for me. And that's all I know. That's all I know is that I've got to show up every single day for myself, right? I've got to do better by myself. So that way that I can be good in this world. And, um, I don't know how else, I don't know how else to, uh, to say that or, or, or to, to really, um, articulate that, that sometimes that, that, uh, you, you've got to just be there for yourself, you know? And so, um, you know, recently one second, Oh God, that's good. Uh, uh, you know, this was, this was a topic that, that, um, you know, I was talking about this with a, with a friend the other day and, uh, you know, part of this, uh, part of this, this journey, this movement is, um, you know, it's, it's a bit lonely at times, you know, and, and and it's 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 strange because i don't think that you have to be lonely in it right like you could do this very similar to what i'm doing like you could definitely go to uh you could definitely you know go to a gym you could go do this and but sometimes i think selfishly you almost need to be alone for a moment right so that way it's like you need you need the dark to appreciate the light. You know what I mean? You need, you, you need the cold to appreciate the warmth. And, um, and I'm okay with being alone. You know, not all the time. I, I like community. I like involvement. I like friends. I like things like that. But, but sometimes you just, you, you, you gotta be there and be alone for yourself so that you can focus on you for a minute. And I don't think there's anything that's wrong with that. You know, and, and it's like, I was talking to this friend and, and, you know, they were, they weren't upset with me by any means, right? They, they weren't, um, you know, they, they were there for me. Uh, but I think if I try and put myself into their perspective is it's like, Hey man, like you're not around, like you're not calling, you're not doing this. And, 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 uh, just kind of wondering, you know, what's, what's going on and, you know, why are you, why are you being the way you're being or, or, you know, whatever, whatever the deal is. And it's almost like I felt like I had to justify my actions, right? In that moment. And I did, I felt, I felt, I felt like a shitty friend. You know, I felt, um, I felt like they were right. I felt like I wasn't there. You know, I felt, um, 
And, and I haven't been. That's the, the reality of it is, is like they're, they're calling a spade a spade. But I started to think about that more this week. And um, it's like, look, I, I, I need this as a, as a person, as a human being. Like I, I need that. And, and, if, and if a friend is not able to ride that with you, to, to let you have that freedom to wander for a second and, and really try and work on yourself, then, then I think that we have an obligation to be able to check that friendship, right? We, we, have, an, we have the right to be able to challenge that within our own minds and be like, okay, well, you know, if, if this person can't allow me that freedom to do what I need to do to truly better myself physically, mentally, with my family, with my own problems, getting through this, that, if they can't allow you, you that freedom to just, to, to just figure that out, then maybe that person is not meant to be in your life, you know? And, um, that's been something that I've been, uh, I've been kind of just balancing and, and trying to juggle in my own thoughts and in my own mind. And, you know, and, uh, be, because I, I, I did have to recently push someone out of my life, like completely push them out of my life. And, um, and it, it, it was not comfortable. It was actually very, very damaging to, I'll just say my surroundings. It was, it was highly damaging and still continues to have a repercussive effect. And, um, and you know, there's different, there's different thoughts. There's different, um, you know, things that, that are said about that, you know, maybe somebody's suffering from this or maybe, maybe they need help or assistance and maybe you're not looking at it clearly. And, and, and I do agree with all those things. I, I do believe that people suffer in a sense and sometimes just need somebody to check in on them and sometimes, you know, but at a certain point and at a certain time, that shit has to stop, you know? And if, if somebody doesn't have the ability to, or the desire, they have the ability, but they don't have the desire to, to better themselves or to get help or to change their interactions. And they're just going through these motions and, you know, being an asshole is just becoming who they are. Right. You know, whenever you hear everybody, Oh, they're just an asshole or, you know, they're just, they're just mean. That's just who they are. They're actually a really good person inside. No, fuck that. Like you don't have the right as a person to, to be out there in the world and just be an asshole and just be that person that's mean and hateful, you know, and vindictive. Um, you, you just, you don't, and you don't get, you don't get a hall pass that says I can just be this way because I was born this way. Right. So at a certain point, I, I think, I think we have the right to kind of, again, check that friendship, check that relationship and, and if it's not going good at a certain point in time, I think that you have the right to cut ties. And I don't think that you should feel bad, you know, because there's always people 
there's there's two sides of it, right? And 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 I, there's so many things that are split in this manner, right? Black and white, red and blue, blah blah blah. And uh, but I do think that there are genuinely bad people that have a lot of hate, that have a lot of malice, that have a lot of just ugh, just negative, negative, negative stuff bottled up and built inside them, and and is showing itself in real life. And I think that there is good people that are positive, that are present, that have, that are putting out and exuding that positive energy onto the world, into their community, whether that's three or four or five or 10,000 people, it doesn't matter. I think that there's two different classes of people. There's there, there are the negative and there are the positive. And there's the negative that are trying to do better, right? But they they get jealous and they, they're happy with pulling you down. When they see your joy, when they see your positivity, when they see you trying to do something that might better somebody's day, that might better your day, that might better the public's day, that might better uh, somebody you don't even know, right? It might better those people's lives or their day or just a moment of that day. They see that and they automatically want to tear it down because they're not feeling joy inside. They're not feeling happiness. They're not, they don't have that sense of wonder. Uh, they, they don't have the, they don't have the balls to take a leap of faith, right? They may have these ideas and all this and that, but they don't have the guts to, to take that jump, to go out there and, and seek that happiness and that joy, whatever that may be. And, and they will bring you down with that energy. And as you start to move up, and I'm not saying in a financial capacity, this can be in, in true sheer happiness, right? I'm just saying as you start to move up or ascend upwards in that journey, wherever you're at in your life, you're going to realize that there's, there's people that are close to you, whether they be friends or family or it doesn't matter, you know, associates that, that are close to you that can and will try and pull you back into the bullshit, they will try and bring you down. They will try and destroy you because you finally found something maybe of your own. You found something that's making you happy. You know, you, you, you found this quest in life that is, um, that is fulfilling. And they don't have that. And you start to you start to realize when you cut out all the murkiness of of life, right? And you start to really, you know, look at and assess your friendships and the people that are willing to allow you to just breathe and be you for a second and don't necessarily need to be by your side at every waking moment, right? To to justify and to call you a good friend or a best friend. Um, you, you you start to really see that some of these friends and relationships and even family members at times aren't necessarily needed. They're not necessarily a positive thing in your life. And, and that, that's hard. That's hard to, it's hard to have that conversation with yourself, you know, because you want to be there. You want to be there for family, you want to be there for friends. Um, but when you start to see it in the true colors, right? You, you actually 
you actually start to question those things. Like, do I need this? And, and recently, I, I just, I mean, I don't want to lose friends. I mean, some of these people have been there in my life for years, my, my entire adult life, my entire life, right? And uh, God, you don't want to lose these relationships, but I do think that you owe it to yourself to question, like, is this a good relationship? Like, is it, do I need this relationship? Is this good for me, right? Because those relationships, they take your time. They take time. And, and a relationship is two ways, right? You know, if you've got a friend that's, one side of that friend is always calling you, never return that call. That's not fair. That's not fair to that, to that friend, you know? Or, or, you know, if it's a mom or a dad, and that's not fair to them, for them to always be making the attempt, you know? And so I think that you, you, start, you need to start realizing that to, to, to keep and to cultivate and to, to maintain these relationships, it's a two-way street which takes your time and it takes commitment. And so at some point, you are going to have to sacrifice and give some of that time. You know, so then you start to allocate, well, how much of my time do I want and do I need, you know, physically and mentally and to feel whole as a person? How much do I need to spend on my family? Maybe that's your immediate family. Um, and, and, and what is what is right there, right? You, you have to make sure that if that time is enjoyable, that you spend the majority of your time there. So then how much time do you have left? You know, you can only carve out so much in a day. And so for me here recently, I just, I don't know. I, I want to make, I want to make the interactions that I have with people in my life enjoyable. And I understand that they're not all going to be that way, but I'm damn sure going to try. And so for the people that I'm, the people that are, that are there with me for this ride, you know, as long as we can keep it, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I think I just have to be, I've just got to cut it. I've got to, I just got to cut some of these relationships that I just don't feel are positive. I just don't feel that, I don't feel that I can give that it my time. You know, I really, I really just don't. And it's not that I don't want to be, be friends with people. I don't want to have acquaintances and things like that. Obviously, yes, you know, I can be friendly with anybody, but, but I'm talking about the, the people that you genuinely give your undivided attention to, right? Those more so recently, those are the people that matter the most, and, and the other people, you, you, I really think that we need to start thinking about the others. You know, you don't need a thousand friends. You know, you need five bad motherfuckers. <laughs> In the words of Joey Diaz, you need, you need five bad motherfuckers. You need five bad motherfuckers, Joe Rogan. You know, and so, and that's, that's reality, man. You need those people that... When shit gets rough, they're there, man, no matter what. You know, when, when they call you, absolutely, I'll be there for you. I'm there 110%. And um, yeah, you just, you need, you need some motherfuckers in your life. You need people that you know you can trust and it's not a relationship that they need to, to tout or, you know, that they make you feel bad about. 
you know, like, hey, man, you didn't show up at this. I better be like, sorry, but I, I was doing this or I was doing that. Right? You shouldn't have to apologize. Just be yourself, man. And and those those friends and those relationships, the ones that are real, you don't see them for two or three years, right? You may not have a conversation. You knock on the front door because you're back in town, you're visiting or something. Boom, door swings open. What's up? You know, hug, huge hug. Boom, you picked up where you left off. Those are the kind of friends that you need, not the ones that constantly just sit there and bring you down and drag you down and make you feel bad because you didn't show up to something that really wasn't even important in the grand scale of life, right? And um, yeah, so I've been thinking about that a lot, man. And um, you know, uh, I said it a few podcasts ago. It's actually been a while ago. It's been, it's been a, it's been about six months, you know, and, and I had a, I had a really bad falling out with my parents, you know, and um, it got really nasty and it, it hurt. It, it genuinely, it hurt. Uh, some of the things that were said, some of the things that I said to them, uh, some of the things that they said to me and um, it hurt so bad. It hurt more that it was over something that was absolute bullshit uh, that was misconstrued that I said on this podcast. And, um, it was an episode uh, with Carrie Siggins very early on in the show. And, um, you know, I, I was trying to give context uh, or, or, or give, you know, commonality to Carrie because she had, she had gone through the 12-step program. She's a recovering addict. And um, I was trying to tell her that, you know, I was familiar with that, you know, because my, my father, when I was growing up, was, was in AA and he was a recovering alcoholic. And, but in... in in, in haste, I kind of moved through what I was saying so quickly so that I could get to my next question to Carrie. And, um, and when I said it, it came out as if, you know, my dad was actively, you know, a, a recovering alcoholic and addict, which he's not, but the damage, the damage was done. And, uh, you know, I said it and I, I couldn't take it back episode was published. I didn't think about it. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't really even put two and two together. It wasn't that big of a deal to me. And, um, yeah, God, I just, uh, I didn't think anything of it, you know, and this is months later months. I mean, the, the episode dropped, it was, oh my God, it was like two months after it had dropped and all of a sudden this starts coming up and I'm, I'm getting all this like, yes, like brutal, brutal, messages, you know, and I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't understand it. It made me, it made the anxiety go through the roof for me. And I, I, I felt horrible. I had made a mistake. I made a mistake so horrific that it's the only episode that I've ever gone back to edited and then republished. So the original content doesn't live anywhere other than on my computer. Uh, the original statements are gone from the world. And, and I thought, oh my God, I forgot. I, 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 I messed this up. I, I fucked up, man. Please let me just fix this and it's gone. But the damage had been done in, in my dad's eyes. And, um, and rightfully so, you know. But it was, it was very quick judgment. and He was angry and, you know, we're both very stubborn. And so long story short, it's like, you know, they said some things, he and my mom, I said some things and it got brutal to where we both were like, we're done, you know, almost like sayonara, see you later, have a nice life. And we went on like that for about four months. And, um, 
I don't think in the time that I ever really actually felt good about it. You know, I, uh, anytime that it was brought up, whether it be from a family member or a, you know, a friend or my wife, um, I almost had to be like, you know what? Fuck them. And, uh, I had, I had, I had to like justify my actions. You know, I had to, I had to be, um, you know, I had to reassure myself that I had made the right decision and the right move. And, uh, but now, now looking back at it is like, I, I don't know that I wanted to be there, you know? And so, um, when I was drinking, um, I got pretty liquored up, you know, cause I started thinking about it and all this, da, 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 and, uh, I just called, you know, I called and it was late their time. They, they live in Florida and, um, I don't know, 1130, maybe midnight their time. And, uh, I just called and my dad, my mom picked up actually. And I didn't want to talk to her. I was like, I need to talk to dad. And so she woke him up and, um, he got on the phone and, and was as coherent as pink could possibly be. And, and, uh, we, we, we talked for a second, but we didn't really talk. We didn't communicate back and forth. We just said, I need to say some things and I need you to listen. And then I'll let you talk. And we kind of agreed to it. And, uh, but my dad said something and it angered me at the time, but he was like, look, here's the deal. Let's talk about this. Let's work through this right now on the phone. Say what we want to say. Some of it's going to hurt. Some of it's going to sting real, real bad. And let's get through this. And then we don't mention it again. We've got to move past this. And at the time I was like, you know what? No, we're not, I'm not ready. I'm not, I'm not ready at all. I'm not ready to move past this. I'm not ready to forgive and forget. And, um, yeah, I just, it was, uh, it was just so strange. It was such a, that conversation in itself was just brutal. You know, he was right. We said, we both said some things ah, that were mean, that were just downright mean. But it was like, they, they needed to be said, you know? And there was a lot of, I think there was a lot of built up aggression on, on both sides, you know? Um, you know, and, and, uh, my, my mother and father were separated when I was 11 and then they actually got remarried when I was, uh, uh, I think 14, 14 or 15. And, um, you know, he, he was always in my life, you know, he didn't like just bail on us in a sense. Um, but, uh, you know, it, as an 11 year old, it, uh, you know, my, my son's 11 and I see that growth. I see that need. I see that, um, desire to, to want to be around your father. And, and I couldn't, I lived with my mom, my dad lived in Arkansas and, um, you know, we, we saw him maybe, I think it was every other weekend or a weekend a month or whatever. I mean, it was a guy that's been 20, I don't know, almost 30 years ago now, but, um, I don't know. As a kid, I never really forgave him. And even as an adult, I never really forgave him for that. I always felt like I was to blame. And then as you get a little bit older in your life, you're like, no, I wasn't to blame. Like I was just a kid. You were the wrong one. And I, man, I kind of built this up for years. And our relationship is always, has always kind of just sucked, you know? Um, I think because of that. And I think partly because I, I couldn't get past that point. Like it had started to define who I was in the relationship with my father, you know, <coughs> excuse me. And, uh, yeah, I, I just couldn't, 
I couldn't get past it. I, I don't know why. And I think a part of it made my dad also resent me of like, what do I got to do to be forgiven? Like, I'm sorry. You know, I was gone for a little bit of your life, but damn it, I'm here now. I'm, I'm present. I'm, I'm trying to be active in your life. And I never really gave him the opportunity to just come back in, you know? I mean, yeah, it, it was weird. Like right before we had the falling out, we actually started, I, I had really kind of forgiven him. Um, and let it go. And we started, we, we had the first couple of con like adult conversations. Like, you know, I mean, sometimes I, I think about myself trying to have that conversation with my kid, the conversations that I had with my dad. And, um, these were like adult, like real conversations, you know, and, and we were doing good. And then we had this huge falling apart. And, um, you know, so anyways, going back to that night when I called him and, and I was buzzed up. I, I had to be, I couldn't, I couldn't face this in my head at that time, sober. I, I wasn't there mentally. I wasn't there physically. I wasn't, I wasn't able to do it. I just needed to call and, and we agreed to sort of just vent on each other. And we, we left the conversation and I don't think that it was good, but it happened and it was needed. And it kind of opened up the channels of communication again. You know, and uh, and we slowly worked into it. And um, you know, a couple of weeks later, uh, my mom asked if she could Facetime my kids, and you know, I said, "Yeah, yeah absolutely." You know, do do your thing. I didn't get on Facetime. I didn't talk to them. And um, and then we had another conversation, and then you know, this or that, and. Um, I, I just, I don't think there was a, for, a, a, a forgiveness aspect after the conversation or even during that conversation. But what it did is it allowed us to both move forward in life, right? It's like we each called each other a spade and neither one of us could deny it. We actually agreed to not deny it. We agreed to not say anything and let it hit us and just breathe it in. And I tell you what, a lot of it sucked, but it allowed us to just move forward. And we're working on that. You know, I'm, I'm having conversations. We're going to try and get down there in the spring and actually see my parents. And um, that's big because for six months, I had zero desire to ever speak to them again, truly. At my core, I did not ever want to talk to them again, and I, I and I would not allow my kids to talk to them. You know, I it was I was lost in it all. I couldn't figure out how to get away from it, and um, and to my surprise, you know, six months later, we started to work on it. You know, and now we're three months past that, and it's gotten better. You know, I can have those conversations, and um, and they're enjoyable, and. You know, I, I think that they understood that I'm just trying to be honest with myself on here more so than I am trying to be with the public. And sometimes things are said and, and I really try to never say anything that could harm or damage anybody. I very rarely mention names unless it's in a positive manner um, because I don't want to pull anybody into some bullshit. I don't want to damage somebody's reputation. I don't want to cause harm to anyone ever. 
Um, and I did unbeknownst to, to, to what I was saying. And so I've got to learn from that. I got to learn how in these conversations I'm having with people to protect those closest to me, be honest, but choose your words, choose your words wisely and, and protect those relationships, you know? And, um, so yeah, just working through that with, with my parents was, was very daunting and, um, was honestly a a, a huge distraction to life, to bettering myself, to moving forward. But again, back to this journey, I, I didn't reach out and say like, I'm past it. We're good until, until I got away from the alcohol until, until I started working on this health kick and until I started, you know, moving myself in the right direction. I just, I don't know that I could have done it if I just still was drinking, if I still was eating shitty, if I wasn't moving my body every single day, I don't know that I would have been in the right space to, to heal and to, um, and to let that relationship slowly rebuild itself. And, and we're still working on it, you know, but I think the, the, the forgiveness is, is there, whether, whether we've said it out loud, you know, um, I think we're past it. I, I think we know that we're, we're only humans, right? We're, we're not infallible. We're not, we're not perfect and we do make mistakes. And, um, We, we have to give people a chance to breathe. You have to give your friends a chance to be in their space for a moment. You don't need to be tied to the hip of somebody. And it's okay. If you've been friends with somebody for so long that you don't know your life without that friendship, but that friendship starts to fade for whatever reason, that's Okay. Neither party to that friendship has to feel sad or remorse or, or envious or jealous or just guilty that they just don't have the time for that relationship at this moment, right? That friendship will always be there. Those memories will always be there. And I think we need to just be able to let each other kind of breathe in our own space and just be okay with that. That's it, man. That's it. You guys, uh, I appreciate you guys riding with me on this one and uh, trying to get better. I'm trying to do right. You know, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to just make this thing, trying to just make this life pop. You know, I'm trying to have some, uh, trying to have some meaning to it, trying to have some intention to my actions. I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to be as present in each moment as I can. That is a very difficult task. It is not easy and I'm not excellent at it. I'm not up here, you know, by any means acting like I'm a coach and trying to tell you how to be better. I'm, I'm struggling every single day. But I feel like some of you might also be struggling with some of these things. And, and, and I just, 
I think that maybe me saying it to you could help you deal with that burden just a little bit better. Just a little bit better. Just enough to find that light for a second. And just breathe in that moment, you know? Just be present. Thank you, guys. You know, get out there and give somebody a damn hug, all right? Bye. Have you ever felt? Are you listening? Damn.